Hey everybody, this is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost podcast, the joy of junk journals, and we are coming to you from our exciting living room, and Sunny has spotted a squirrel, and it is full-scale alert. Holly is um, squeaking with excitement, and I'm very happy to be here with everybody. Yep. Okay, Sunny, did you get the squirrel? Nope. Not yet? Uh-uh. Uh, start taking out my plastic teeth so I can speak more clearly. Um... Where are you going? Oh, yep, score alert, score alert. We call it a score alert. Um, So I thought we would gather around and answer some of your crafty questions today. So this is always fun. All right, let's see what you're all thinking about today. Um, Diana Criswell asks, hey Pam, first thank you for sharing with us uh, every day. Um, Could I ask what type of printer do you use? I just started printing and my ink doesn't seem to last very long. Thank you. Um, Sure, I'd be happy to share. Uh, What I use is, okay, uh, currently I have, um, they're all Epson EcoTank printers, and I I have three right now, and uh, I kind of bounce back and forth between the types. I started with the 2720, and then I thought, well, um, I had that for several years, and it worked great, and I thought, well, maybe they've invented a new one or another one or something so i i think i got into the i have a a, right now a 2760 that i'm working on but i've also been in the 2800 line and i'm sure they have they definitely have fancier models than the one that i use the ones that i use but um these are very if okay I, i first learned about these from my facebook group uh somebody asked what's a good printer to use and everybody started offering their opinions and this one kept coming up this Epson EcoTank printer. Everybody kept saying that the uh, tanks are big. It, it um, you can print and print and print till the cows come home, and the replacement ink is not very expensive. So at the time, <clears throat> what did I have? Some horrible, clunky, really overpriced ink printer. I can't even remember what it was. Maybe an HP or something. And I had a laser printer before that. Oh my gosh. You want to talk about uh, selling the farm and the baby and everything that went with it just to print one page and laser. Um, it looks stunningly beautiful, but um, boy, it's, it's, it's just not, it's not, you know, feasible, uh, you know, to, to print on a grand scale and Hey, we like to print things. So there you go. Um, the one that I use is also a scanner and, uh, that's helpful if I want to scan some ephemera, uh, or some of my old collections somewhere. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, I, I'm, I've been really happy with it. I have learned over time that they do have a life and they have a life because they have a waste ink tank. And every time you get a, um, a line that comes across your page, you pretty much have to run the cleaning system. And every time the cleaning system runs, it uses a lot of ink to basically flush out whatever's there. It's probably a little piece of lint or something like that. And uh, it goes into this waste tank. And once that waste tank is full, that computer will, the computer, the printer will not work anymore. It just shuts itself off. Um, and I learned a little sneaky backdoor way, it's not that sneaky, it's on YouTube all over the place, to empty that tank manually, rinse out the sponges inside, the little um, pads, and then reset the ink. Now you do have to pay, to, I haven't found a free way to reset the ink counter, 
But um, apparently there are ways to do that. And you can also find that on YouTube. I'm not promoting this. I'm not saying you should do it. It'll probably void your warranty, but your, your printer isn't working anyway. And it does require unscrewing some screws, taking, it's, it can be very messy because there's ink, but it saves you from having to buy another printer. And I don't know how many times this can be done. I've only done it once on uh, two different printers. And um, <clears throat> so that's all I know. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm living and that's it. Because what I was doing before was when I would get to the end of the life of the printer, I'd have to go get another printer. And, um, but this way it's, and, and to reset the ink thing is like anywhere from seven to 10 bucks. It's like to reset the counter. So for the waste tank, so it's not that much, um, compared to buying another printer. Uh, so there you go. Um, so everything was based on the recommendations from the good old folks at Facebook, uh, Paper Outpost Facebook group, because uh, there's lots of crafters on there and they've seen it all, done it all, heard it all. And um, yep, so that's that's where I got that info from. I hope that helps. Okay, Gloria Ligartera asks, um, Hi, um, uh, I am from the Philippines. I am inspired about your work. How much is your fundle? My fundles uh, my sell for $59.00. Um, plus tax. There you go. And Vicky Grenier asks, um, what, wow, that is quite a stash. How does your husband feel about all this? Mine is not a fan, but it is my soul saver and makes me happy, right? Enjoy your ideas. Uh, done many of them. Well, let's just say my husband did sit me down one day after I had made my, I don't know, hundredth journal. And he said, um, you know, honey, I really, you look so happy making these and, and they're very beautiful, but what are we going to do with all of these? Have you ever thought about selling them? And he was the one who actually kind of nudged me to, um, I guess, take it to the next level. And that's how the YouTube channel came about. And, uh, um, let's see here. We also have, uh, <clears throat> Heather Childers asks, Hey Pam, you might've said in a previous video, but how long have you been making junk journals? Much love to you and Sunny. Um, yeah, I'm, I always forget exactly. Uh, 2015 for some reason rings a bell. I would say 2015. And so there were several years of me just making. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Journals by myself, not doing it publicly, hiding in my little craft room, um... I wasn't talking. I wasn't talking that <laughs> there was no voice at all. It was just me uh, just getting lost in the papers and playing with all the little, little bits and bops and, you know, watching the videos and just having fun. And, um, yeah, that's that. I think it was around 2015. Um, <clears throat> let's see. It's 22 now. Was Seven years. Oh my gosh. That's a long time. Um, let's see. Shayla Munoz asks, uh, I love seeing your process. I can really tell that you are in love with what, with what you do. It shines through your camera. Thanks for sharing. Where do you find most of your older ephemera, like the piano music rolls, the first day issue envelopes, various documents like deeds and ledgers and newspapers? Okay. Uh, there are so many places that you can source these things. Um, 
you're right they're a little bit trickier to come across but if you really deep dive and look you can find them and some good places to look for them is facebook facebook marketplace craigslist ebay auctions antique consignment stores uh flea markets and then um i'm trying to think auction did i said auctions right yep and get the word out that you are looking for these things. I would say that's probably a good way to do it because there are people who go out there and they'll like buy a house full of stuff, right? And um, they just want to move the stuff out of there as quickly as possible. So they'll sell it in larger lots. And um, that's a good way to get, if you, if you want to get a lot of stuff. Um, and often they will advertise on Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist. Um, if you're looking, oh, and also on Etsy, you can find some good uh, old ephemera, very old ephemera on Etsy as well. So that's another resource for you as well. So I hope that helps. And don't forget always your um, garage sales, rummage sales, uh, church bazaars, um, things like that, because that is the stuff that's actually coming out of people's houses. And when you go to your garage sales and your yard sales, say, hey, do you happen to have any boxes of old papers or old photos or anything like that? Because not everybody will automatically think others would be interested in this. Uh, they'll bring out their George Foreman grill, right? Right? Have we all seen like a thousand of those at every garage sale? But they you know, forget about that, you know, the old pile of business papers in the corner or, um, you know, the old photos, uh, they, that, uh, got, you know, they maybe just don't want them anymore. I don't know why people don't want their photos, but there's, you can get all sorts of photos all over the place. Um, yeah, let's see. First day covers, first day issue envelopes. I'll uh, try eBay. That's a good place to get those. And, <clears throat> Once you get started looking, read the comments under the places where you're looking and then you're going to see other places to look because people will leave what I call breadcrumb trails of where they find stuff. And then you may get connected with different groups, different um, news groups. Do we still say news groups? Yeah, yeah like different um, uh, sites where people buy and sell this sort of stuff. So there you go. I hope that helps. <clears throat> Sorry, I got a little a raspy throat today. Okay, so um, Destiny Identity with Dr. Anna C. asks, How long does it take to assemble all those bundles? Amazing tour. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say, okay. Uh, I would say for about 50 fundles. No, no, more than that. Probably like 60 fundles. It might take me three days. Yeah, no, I'm not doing it from morning till night, but I try and break it down into about three days. And that's that's not including all the cutting. <clears throat> the cutting I do separately, and I carve that out of the process. So uh, sometimes I'll be sitting downstairs crafting, doing videos, doing podcasts, and then I need to stretch my legs. So I'll go upstairs and I'll do some cutting for a couple hours, and I'll just take book after book after book and cut and cut and cut and cut and cut until my hands are tired. And then I you know, go back downstairs, get something to eat, and then go back in the craft room and play around there for a while again. That's kind of what, how it goes around here. Um, <clears throat> uh, 
Oh, uh, Crystal B is asking, uh, where's the actual video? All I see is this short. Yes, there was a short little video called um, Super Easy Little Paper Bags. Fun stuff in a junk journal to use for. Oh, I was like basically how to make little paper bags. Um, I don't know. I'll have to look at that one. There's, there should be a link to the video. Um, maybe it was just a short. I was experimenting with the short videos. Uh, I didn't really like it, <laughs> honestly. Um, it was, it was, um, they're too short. I don't know. I guess I couldn't, you know, I like to talk a lot and I'm, I'm showing something or demonstrating something, how to do something. And, uh, it takes some time to show it and that's just the way it goes. So I'm, I apologize if there's some link or something missing crystal. Um, I'll take a look at that and see if I can figure it out. Um, I, I do think there's a full length video for how to make the, uh, the paper bag, the little, uh, gift bags out of, um, uh, little paper bags. They're a lot of fun to make little paper bags, uh, for your junk journals. Um, oh, uh, Debbie Murphy asks, okay, a lot of people are referring to my sneak peek of my fundal operation plus cool triple pocket for a junk journal. Um, that one just came out and, um, I actually took you on a little journey of what it's like to live in a house with somebody who makes fundals and um, it can overtake your house for a while while you're making them so it's I, I do them in waves I try and make a lot of them at once so I have a back stock and uh, but you guys are keeping me hopping I have to admit that I thought I was good I had like as uh, every horizontal place I had upstairs I had covered with fundals and uh, he almost cleaned me out so I jumped on it and as soon as I saw a bear spat uh, bear uh, patch I was building a fundal in that spot again so I'm I'm trying to stay ahead of the game but you're you're keeping me on my toes so thank you very much everybody um, oh her question was do you ever accidentally knock them off uh, my my ex would probably do that on purpose she said um, oh my gosh yes I have knocked them over yes it has happened and I just I, it's funny, it's almost happens like slow motion, like you're like, <gasps> and then you look over and you just see the papers slowly drifting down, down, down. Yes. And then it's a bit of a race because who's going to get to it first, me or Sunny? Because if Sunny gets it, it's all over. You know what I mean? It, but if I get it, I'm like, okay, I salvaged. Okay. <laughs> so I've learned to be very, very careful as I walk along. Yes, like I said, I cannot create a wind or a breeze. Um, for those of you that haven't seen the video, I make my fundals on. I have this big back, like catwalk banister that goes around the second floor and you can look down into the main living room and uh it's just the perfect height for making fundals i, I don't know it's it's really comfortable to make them up there I'm, I'm i'm so thankful for that um okay let's see trucker brett asks wow your organization system is impressive oh my god i feel like it's such a mess but thank you very much trucker brett um do you have to worry about copyright infringement with any of the book pages or other pages that you sell in your fundals okay um I am not copying them. Okay, so when I sell my fundals, I'm not copying them and selling them to you. I'm selling you the originals. So this is actually how my fundals came about. Now, um, because I was concerned about copyright issues as well, and there's a lot of videos out there, and I think everybody should watch some of them so you kind of get your finger on the pulse of what you should and shouldn't do. And there are different laws in different countries and different areas of different um, countries, so it's not just one way. So look at your local area and what the laws are, and they can get very complex. 
and you can pull your hair out trying to understand them all. So what my answer was, the older the better. And that's why I started leaning towards really old stuff because the odds of it being out of copyright were great. And the if I didn't copy it, if I didn't scan and copy it, I'm not... Um, uh, I'm not doing a copyright infringement. Uh, it's when you take somebody else's work, scan it, and then sell it as is. Um, that's where the problems come in. As far as I understand it, I'm not a copyright expert, but as far as I understand it, you can either use the original. In other words, if you buy a book, you you can do whatever you want with those pages in the book. You can tear them out. Um, you can take the whole book and sell it at a garage sale. Um, you know, like people, there's used bookstores that sell books. I mean, it's okay to uh, sell the, resell the book or, or use the pages in the book any way you like. The problem, as I understand it, is if you copy it. That's why it's called copyright infringement. And uh, so that would be like taking somebody else's artwork or print work and trying to make money off it without actually altering it, but, but almost like calling it your own when it's not really your own. Um, <clears throat> Are, is everything so old that you in the fundle that you don't have to worry about copyright? No, there are things that are newer. And then if you scan them and then put them in a book and sell them, you would be uh, having an issue with copyright. Uh, if you use the actual page in your book, you should be okay. As far as I understand it, check with your local copyright expert. <laughs> That's all I can tell you. Um, and um, yeah, okay. <clears throat> so, um, Chic Journals by H. Heather B. says, Hi, Pam. I am in awe of all your books, piano paper, etc. your fundals. Um, I'm just sad. I live in the UK. Uh, where do you get all your supplies from? I think I answered that already today. Um, thank you for sharing your time with us. Um, are you always cheerful? You always sound like it on the videos. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you. Um, I would love to say yes. I am. I live in cheerful bliss 24-7. Uh, no, I'm a normal human. I have normal human emotions. But uh, honestly, guys, you are truly my happy place. And um, uh, it just I just feel happy when I hang out with you and we make fun stuff and we just get lost in our papers together and that all that other stuff just disappears in the wind. Um, okay, Sylvia Paragon asks, wow, uh, here we go again. Where did you get all this wonderful stuff? I think it, I, because in the tour of the video, I take them into the deep, dark uh, fundal room at all and they see the volume of stuff that I have and they're wondering, how did this crazy woman amass all of this? Okay, um, you know I'm a bit of an efficiency bug, right? So when I go into a... Uh, thrift store or uh, you know something like that and I come across uh, a, a nice collection of something I mean I will you know it just makes sense to me to get the whole thing and then of course I have to bring it home and then I have to store it somewhere and then I have to remember I have it and then I have to categorize it and then I have to think about what I'm going to do with it I didn't finish my fundle story I'm so sorry let me just back up uh, so how the fundle came about was uh, I would be sitting down to make a journal and then I think okay now I need to get some book pages and uh, fun things that I can put in my journal so I'd get up and I go over to my my pile of books or whatever and I start pulling out one page out of each book and uh, it was like taking me forever to collect the stuff to sit down and make a journal and so I thought well instead of just pulling out one why don't I pull out 10 pages and I'll just make 
I'll go down the row and I'll 10 of the one in each pile and then I'll grab another 10 of something else and one in each pile and I started to what eventually became a fundle and so I started doing this for myself where I would make big collections of these so that when I sat down to make a journal I just grab a I, I put them in um uh, Ziploc bags, the gallon Ziploc bags, and I would just stuff a whole bunch of really interesting things in there. And then you just use that when I was making my journal. And it was so darn efficient because I didn't have to keep jumping up and down, going to grab this, going to grab that. Uh, I knew if I had a nice collection of fun things, uh, there was enough to play with there that I could, I wouldn't even have to get off my chair. It'd be just fine. And I thought, then it dawned on me and I thought, I wonder if anybody else would enjoy having something like that because it does take a lot of hours to f locate the books, find the books, open the books, pull the pages out of the books, cut the books up, all that kind of thing. And then make sure you have enough variety to uh, create a junk journal. So that's how the fundal was born. Um, so since, so where did you get all that stuff? Okay, I think I answered that. Thank you, Sylvia. Um, everybody wants to know. Um, okay, is there, okay oh, another lady, Rhonda Wright is asking, is there a way you can explain the copyright laws? I think I, I just touched on that. And like I said, I would check in your local area and just to be sure, because yes, there are a million and bajillion exceptions for copyright and things like that. Just be very, very careful when you're making stuff. Um, Make sure that, uh, you know, it, you, if you're going to sell it, that you haven't scanned stuff that is under copyright. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's not worth it. There's enough other stuff you can use out there um, uh, just to have fun. I don't want anybody to run into trouble. Um, uh, oh, Miss Oshoshana says, Sonny, he's so cute and energetic. I love seeing all your stuff. Is it really hoarding? If you eventually are going to use it, I don't think so. I, I totally agree with you. Yes. You know what? As long as the hoard is flowing, I think that's the key because there's, it's like groceries. It comes in, it goes out one way or another. You know what I mean? But, uh, yes, I mean, that's it. It comes in, it goes out. And, um, the same thing with the paper stuff. It comes in, it comes out. And I love seeing that flow. I really do. I love the newness of the new things coming in because let's face it if i didn't have a flow of outgo i would be in big trouble so it has been thank you everybody you have all been such a blessing that um i'm able to keep hoarding <laughs> i guess that's that's the end of it but uh, anyway um uh, gosh time flew today yeah uh, you you guys you guys have so i just love you guys i have so much fun with you thank you so much me and sunbun here are again parked on the couch just kicking back the squirrel is gone life is good holly is fine loveys are good and uh, we are wishing you all the many greatest blessings the world can offer and uh, we will be talking to you soon. Take care, everybody. Don't forget, I've got my um, September special going on right now. If you buy a fundle, you get a free gift with purchase. Uh, the uh, fantastical Victoria in Times DigiKit, which I print out for you, and it is included with your fundle purchase. So thank you so much, everybody. Take care, and I'll talk to you next time. Happy crafting. Create with reckless abandon. Bye.